your weekly podcast with Ropa and Karen. I'm Ropa. I'm Karen. And we're really excited to have you here. If it's your first time, um, I mean, this is going to be your favorite podcast. We're just like two Jesus-loving girls talking about our love for Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, what else do you talk about, Karen? And life. Podcast. And, and life. life. Ropa said that the last time. <laughs> I was like, well, it's not about life and it's blah, blah. But it's of a, course, a whole it really life. is about life. About life. Yeah. And adulting. Because, ish, guys, sometimes, oof. So, yeah, we just I unpack like, life. I feel like I'm an adult already. Oh, yeah. So, that's that's it. Like, to, But I'm not, though. Adults. I am not, though. This thing is tough <laughs> I was asking my boss the other day. I was like, where do I get a refund? <laughs> Like, can I return this? Because I'm tired. No, no, no. It's not that bad. Um, we're going to be fine. But yeah, welcome to our podcast. Um, we're really excited to have you here. Okitiwe means chosen. It's a Zulu word. And yeah, chosen as in you are chosen. Um, yeah. As in 1 Peter 2 verse 9. And like, if you've been here before, like, welcome back, girl. Like, thank <laughs> you for coming back. And I hope you recommended this to a friend. Um, we're excited to have you here. What did we talk about last week? Last week we talked about. Actually, I didn't ask how you are. Sorry, I'm I'm awesome. You're chilling. <laughs> how are you? Um, I just did your hair, and Karen, I think I did quite a good she, job. She she crushed it. She yeah. killed it. It's I'm like a mummy. It's like a fro walk <laughs> thing. It's like a it's got this afro thing going on. It's yeah. gonna be popping. Um. Yeah. I'm. I don't know if you asked, but I'm good as well. <laughs> I didn't yeah, but, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. I'm good as well. I have um just like energy. Like I'm really tired. Like in this moment I'm really tired. But I just have like energy for life, you know? Just I'm energetic. So I'm excited about that. That's good. But now we it can It comes recap. with being almost twenty four. Have you told them about the GoFundMe oh, yeah. for your birthday? Oh, oh by the way, thank you, Karen. Thank you. That's like literally the most important thing. That's the reason why we're all here. So I lost my phone at the end of January, at the end of December. And my birthday's coming up. And I just wanna put it out there that if the Holy Spirit is ministering to you. Guys, if this is the third time you're hearing this too, can you put your hand up with me? Yeah, hallelujah. Uh, turn to your neighbor and say we're over this. <laughs> turn to your neighbor and say can okay, she Okay, so we are starting a GoFundMe for Rufa's phone. Because, you are welcome to join. Yeah. I just believe that the Holy, like God works through people. And he you sure might does. be people. He you sure know what does. I mean? So like just be obedient. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so today, no, that's Last not what week. I was supposed to do. Last week, we had a great time yeah. talking about fasting mm-hmm. and just like all things to do with that. Um, and we well, had like... not Definitely not all the things okay. as but much uh, yeah <laughs> as much as the 45 <laughs> as much as the 45 minutes would allow us yeah yeah so and we, you know everyone is like it's just fresh out of january but everyone is all about that life that um fasting life and we thought it would be a great time to sort of dissect semi-dissect what it means and why we do it and 
also from the perspective like in case someone was listening is listening who hasn't fasted before like from our perspective like our personal experience and what's hard about it and what was the key takeaway karen um, that it's not really all about just the legal stuff. Oh, I have to fast this way. I have to fast yeah. that way. But really, it is about your heart mm. and um, about taking a stand to seek God and mm. um, not like going for it with all your heart, really letting the change happen in your heart. Um, and really not about the food or yeah, about or not, or lack how of to do it or how not to do it. But right. Um, committing to something and seeing it through letting God strengthen you and see you through it and also to receive answers and and yeah in that period as well and you know if that teaser was not enough for you just go back <laughs> one episode okay that's there the is thing. more yeah there, there is, is so more. much more yeah. so and today what are we talking about okay money we're talking about offense man mm. offense oh no sorry karen i'm sorry i forgot another segment wow. so we're doing <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> we're doing this thing now with our podcast okay tights ideas where we just spotlight someone mm. um we spotlight a girl on fire or just like an amazing christian somewhere doing something cool and today oh no come on now it's gone so today we just want to mention um this is a, a blogger vlogger rather that i really like and like i just i remember just watching her when i was in my dark times like the darkest of dark times and like she basically i would say she's if she was a preacher she would be joyce maya maya, mm, maya. she's a teacher like she is able even though she's a vlogger she's able to like bring out five bible verses and explain what they mean and i think that's pretty awesome and she has an episode about fasting so when you go back to listen last week's ep to listen to last week's episode then you can go to her youtube and also listen to her her name is elisa danae um uh, like danae d-a-n-a-e <laughs> and her youtube page is called wonderful act so that is our spotlight. Awesome. Kind like of vibe. Like what it. is this week about? Let's um, get into the topic. Yeah, yeah totally. So we're going to talk about offense. Mm. And um, I don't know. Have you ever been offended, Ru? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you know today, um, how much can I share on this podcast? Hmm. <laughs> but like, okay, so someone texted me today. And this person was like for like at a certain stage in my life was like a very great part of my life this is an older person this is a parent of a friend um at some stage like she was just like everything to me and i almost saw her as like a second mom and at some point like i fell out with the friend and she just hung me out to dry you know like she just left me out in the cold i thought her and i had a, a relationship as well because she was like a mom she's like an auntie and when things didn't work out with that friend like she just completely like never spoke to me nothing like just sometimes likes my pictures on facebook but that's literally it and then she texted me and she like like in the second message that she sent me she was asking me for my help and i was just like the nerve the audacity you know to just like not know how my health has been in the last two years and like actually find my number just so that you can ask me for something and I was about to get offended. 
and then I realized that, you know what? I actually can help her with this. Um, and it's not going to take anything out of my day or out of my bank account or just like out, like my kidney will be functioning the same <laughs> after I help her out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like a moment where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this trip up my day. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that was an answer to your question, well, but that was yeah. a story that I felt like sharing. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I could segue and then we could... Segway or Segway? Segway. Segway. Yeah. And we, we could just like talk about that line thing. But anyway, I... I Which line I, thing? What, no, what you were talking about. The line of conversation or if, what you were just talking about. Oh, yeah. About right. like somebody bouncing back from the past. and We need to talk about these bounce backs because you know what? Listen, I'm just going to say this and then we're going to get back to the topic. The devil is a liar. Okay. <laughs> What did you say? You can't unscramble your eggs. Yes. Just let things that are in the past remain in the past. 2019. Don't don't let don't let the devil lie to you like this. Actually, no, he hasn't changed. Are you listening to me, person? No, they're still the same. Okay. And yes, you're fine without them. Don't let regurgitation of things from your past trip you up. Or get you to stop focusing on your 2019. And also like even like people, maybe it's not coming back in the sense of like trying to rekindle something. But just something that someone you had forgotten about and like you had left them in like chapter 12 and now you're in chapter 20. Like don't let them coming back trip you up. Like stay focused. Um, Yeah, I needed to get that off my chest. There you have it, guys. Our gem of the week. (laughs) I just, I had to get that off my chest. As a burden writer, I can say, though, that you can let characters revisit. But no, please, do not unscramble (laughs) your eggs. Courtesy of Ray Bevan. Don't, you can't unscramble. You can't. Like, not do not. You can't unscramble Mm. your eggs. So Mm. let the eggs go. The eggs. (laughs) Let it go. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, um, why, why do we get offended though? Um, I was going to say something about how we see the world as we are, blah, blah, blah. (coughs) But I think it's because human beings are annoying. This is why we get offended. Human beings are incredibly flawed. Listen, I I know it's a Christian podcast. Karen's just like, Roko, where are you? But no, human beings are incredibly flawed and just like dealing with them is bound to bring about stress. And it's bound to bring about conflict. And it's bound to bring about, like, I guess, like, clashing, whatever, different perspectives. You meant something, but that's not what I understood. Like, that's inevitable. And I think that is why we get offended. We, it's like we're walking through a world where we are, like, there's a lot to be offended by. Maybe the question is, should we get offended, you know, despite... The fact that the chances are very high but yeah right so i mean if you are listening and at this point you're trying to say oh what does she mean by like human beings are offended or, um what sorry annoying and stuff just think of yourself yeah. you know and you're of her like <laughs> she as she speaks like i was like oh it's not human beings like when i remember that i am a human being as well and i'm like even me sometimes i can't deal with myself i'm like okay so i am a, i am annoying yeah to to me right so it's i'm not out here coming to tell you yeah. that you are annoying but i mean you can search your life as well there are moments when you're just like yeah 
even you can deal with yourself. So, yeah, it's not like out to get anyone in particular. Sorry, but Ecclesiastes. It's generally, yeah, Ecclesiastes. Rupert's favorite seven. book. Yeah, no, anything by Solomon and whoever wrote Proverbs. That's my that's my stuff. Mm-hmm. Seven twenty one twenty two. Don't pay attention to everything people say. You may hear your servant insulting you, and you know yourself that you have insulted other people many times. Which is him like articulating what you just said. That like okay, when I'm when I'm saying that human beings are annoying, I actually am also including myself in that as an annoying an annoying human being. And when I say human beings are flawed, I'm actually saying I let them be flawed because I too am incredibly flawed. So I can't even make it a thing that oh my gosh, you did this, no, no, no. Because I do things that are, like, annoying. Yep, but, to yeah. others as well, yeah. So, I mean, c- can we then, like, then, I mean, you've simply said it then, then we can't avoid a f- offense if this is the case. Like, someone is going to do something that we find um, annoying. It's not just about annoyance. Something that hurts us, yeah. right? It's not just about annoyance then. So, can we avoid completely annoyance can we like yeah yeah. human beings are too annoying so i'm just gonna avoid everyone i think you what i'm what i think you can't avoid is potentially offensive scenarios so you can't avoid um things that could potentially bother you that's what i think you you cannot avoid that because hashtag you're dealing with people people um sometimes people don't even mean to hurt you and um, they do things that step over your toes. I don't think you can avoid that. I think what you can control is the reaction or what you accept or what you allow to bother you. So for, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not articulating myself very well. But for example, um, someone not saying you're welcome or, or thank you when you hold the door for you. This is something that I cannot avoid in Germany. I can't avoid it. Like it is everywhere because that's just how people are in this country. Like being polite is a secondary tertiary issue. Right. Um, so I can't avoid that, but I can choose whether it bothers me. Um, that is an offensive thing. It really is. And in another context, perhaps like it's, it's a deal breaker, but I, I can't avoid it here. Um, you will hold the door for people who will just not say thank you. So now it's now more about me choosing, like, do I get offended? Do I take it personally? Um, and that's why I like the fact that like, it's called taking offense. It's, it's there and it's your choice to pick it up. So, I mean, going back again to why we get offended, I think it's not only because people are annoying or difficult to deal with, but also that, um, generally there are, uh, different uh, backgrounds generally right and um, something that is cool in zimbabwe or even yeah. at school in the Murombo household it's probably just like yeah hey, in right. somebody else's home Definitely. you know people are coming uh, from wherever with whatever and it may not be so deep to them but then to you and maybe like a whole ball game you know yeah so mindsets and um um, personal attitudes developed over years and stuff all congregating in one space right. after so many years of forming can lead to a lot of um, misunderstandings and a whole gap 
mm-hmm. between two individuals who are just like determined to just do stuff right you know so, so yeah yeah in in oh sorry did so, i interrupt just adding that as long as you are living in this world with um people from all over right you know even if it's in your own home yeah. you know sometimes the stuff that i like Mm. are completely different from what my siblings like. Mm. As long as you have different you are different, there definitely are going to be um moments when there is just a misunderstanding and an of, yeah. and some offense of some sort happening as well. We interpret things differently. Sometimes before something has actually landed, it's going through a lot of filters like maybe you speak a different language and I do as right. well. Some Something is just normal in your language, but bef- by the time it comes out of your mouth and it's landed in my ears, I'm like, I've taken it through the English filter, I've taken it probably through the tree filter as well, and like, right. what on earth? How dare she? Exactly. And maybe you actually didn't even mean anything at all Yeah. in that line, but then by the time it got down there, I'm like, mm-mm. This is bad, you know. So right. yeah. So in I've got two things, to, two thoughts. In business school, mm-hmm. um, you learn about like intercultural competencies, mm-hmm. and you basically learn exactly what you said that people come from different backgrounds mm-hmm. and um, customs and norms and traditions and all of that can result in misunderstandings. That can also be offensive mm-hmm. or it can end a negotiation and so on and so forth. And the way to circumvent that is to be interculturally trained, right? Mm-hmm. And I think as Christians, there also is a way to circumvent this um, walking through life, misunderstanding people. Mm-hmm. It's that I call it tolerance, but you corrected me. What is that fruit of the spirit called? Love. Patience. For, uh, forbearance. Forbearance. Yeah. Just being able. Patience forbearance both of them and love being able to before you react before you conclude before you um lash out or whatever potential responses you know there are just being able to apply those filters and to think about love and to actually switch on the part of your brain that says hey maybe she didn't mean it like that yeah or maybe he actually misunderstood me and that's why he reacted that way and i think that's like what we have as christians that's our version of intercultural training um where you have to like sort of trust like literally rely on the holy spirit in order to be um able to deal with such situations and i had a second thought i feel like europa has already jumped onto solutions already but yeah go ahead go ahead no go ahead yeah it just came (laughs) to my brain i'm sorry (laughs) no it's good Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I I had something else that I was going to say, but um, what happens when... So we just talked about, like, people that being offended accidentally. What happens when people offend you on purpose, (laughs) Karen? (laughs) Well, some people actually do offend you on purpose. They do. Well, they are, like, in their own mindset. Swearing. Yeah. Or maybe not even swearing, but, like, exactly. And, or... I don't know. They just have Bleeding. a bad day. They're just having a bad day, and everybody just needs to get a bit of their, like their their terrible their feeling yeah. exactly. So some are intentional, mm. and yeah. But I guess what the was same, the question? The same again? applies. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, I, okay. I, let's just say for now, I'm putting it out there that it's not always just that human beings are flawed or mm. misunderstanding. Sometimes people 
actively go out of their way to offend you. But they are flawed. That's why they are actively <laughs> going out of their way to offend you. So you are totally right. Okay, you yeah, know? true. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, uh, um, yeah, so we we can't 100% avoid um, offense, yeah. right? But it doesn't also mean that we are like, Every day, like on the lookout for the persons who offend us, yeah, and all that. Right. Or right. is that is that like a way to protect yourself from offense? Like somebody's gonna offend me. Like I think the way to protect yourself is just like, like literally the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But is that, because like, even is there you... even like protecting yourself though? Like because I'm, I'm walking on eggshells, so I don't wanna. I, you know, okay, back, this is what I wanted to actually start this um, conversation right. with, where this guy from our church at, mm-hmm. when we had team conference day, mm-hmm. um, just shared that he wears a band, an armband that mm-hmm. says unoffendable. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so powerful. It's all the men in our church, actually. Oh, they all wear it? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> I did not know that. Thank you, Karen. Yeah, so unoffendable, this armband. And I think there is... A mindset like that you can literally um, adopt, I guess, in order to protect yourself, where you actually walk through life. Obviously, you can be you you you're human, so you can be hurt by people. But just adopting this mindset that you know what, I'm not gonna let the way people treat me or how they view me or what they say to me define how I respond to them or how I view them. You know, so I'm going to walk through this, like through life unoffendable. Um, You can do whatever you're going to do. And my attitude is still, I'm still going to choose love. I'm still going to choose forbearance. I'm still going to choose kindness. I'm still going to choose patience. Um, And for me, what I took out of that is also like, I'm still going to have the same energy that I had for this thing that whatever that thing is before you offended me. Um, someone offending me is not going to change my passion for something. It was not going to change, um, like the plans I had or the type of day that I was having. If I was having a great day, I want to continue having a great day after that incident. So I just found that like really powerful, this, um, unoffendable mindset. I guess I also skipped into solutions. No, that's all right. I mean, on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I just right. I, I'm I'm thinking that it's really not about protecting yourself from right. offense because no matter how hard you try, unless you go hide in a glass box in the mm. corner, you're gonna be room. offended by people staring at you or the mice. I mean, even if you, exactly, yeah. Yeah, or probably the house uh, owner will come and knock on the door and, and offend you offend as well. You. Yeah. So you can't actually um, avoid it or prevent or protect yourself so much against it, but you can choose like. Um, what you actually let into your space, what yeah. you actually allow to get into your, your space and right. how you respond to it as well. So I, I guess that's like where we're going with all this, right? And mm. um, so then who is responsible? Like, how do I not get offended? If we are saying we can choose and we can decide not to be, and you just talked about the, the armband that mm. um, our friend has, but what else? Like, so what's the like who is responsible how no like how do i not get offended how you're saying it's possible to not get offended i mean i don't think just wearing an armband that seems like, <laughs> unoffendable is a like t-shirt. the way yeah <laughs> or a t-shirt uh, <laughs> or just somebody a actually <laughs> someone actually just 
come for you just because oh really you think you're unoffendable oh, i'm gonna hilarious. get you yeah so how like do i then if i can't avoid it how do i okay walk? so first thing i'm going to say yeah. have you watched avengers infinity war no okay sorry. so it's fine but i i just want to say like i don't think it's like uh there's a destination of just like being this stealthy human being that is like completely you know like t'challa's um black panther suit where you absorb bullets you absorb everything i think there's a destination like at some it, it's not like you can arrive at being unoffendable i think it's constant like working on it and a journey and like getting better and maybe stumbling sometimes but some things might hurt you here and there i do think however like two things the first thing is that everything i said this to you i think karen but everything in life um like nothing has meaning like inherently has meaning anything in life that means something to you you are the one who attached meaning to it there's no one who can force you to add meaning to something, you know? So like if you forget your umbrella at home and then it rains, like the universe cannot force you to be angry about that. It's up to you to decide what that means. Like, is it the end of the world? Do I buy another umbrella? Do I go back home? Do I die if I get wet? Like you assign meaning to the incidents, to the events that happen around you. You decide how important something is. You decide how not important something is. And with that in mind, like one way to sort of try to avoid or reduce the number of things that offend you is to kind of pick your battles in that, in a sense, like pick what you assign meaning to. Um, sometimes someone says something snarky. Um, you can spend an hour thinking, what did she mean by that? Was she, where was she coming from? Is it because na, 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 or you can really let it slide. And there's a Bible verse I want to read. Oh, and then I moved out of my, right. Um, if you are sensible, you will control your temper. When someone wrongs you, it is a great virtue to ignore it. This is Proverbs 19 verse 11. And I actually just wanted to focus on the second part that being able to ignore certain things is actually a virtue. Um, it, it's possible. You can do it and you can work on it and you can build it. Um, just to know that, okay, you know what? I don't have to assign meaning to everything. I don't have to look at everything and think, okay, that's that deep. I feel like I've been rambling, but I have, I have an example. Can I keep rambling? Yes, or? go ahead. Okay. So the other day I was, so I live in like the Eastern part of Berlin, which, um, historically used to be communist or used to be part of the, the communist, um, part of Germany and it's kind of got a lot of old people and a lot of right wing people. So a lot of people that are like not really into immigrants and, um, yeah, they're not, they're not super happy about that and i i'm black in case that wasn't clear mm -hmm. <laughs> in case anyone didn't know that <laughs> so <laughs> i walked into a train right and this woman this old old elderly woman and her husband stared at me and i hadn't showered sorry but like yeah i just i had just gone to the bank and i was on my way back home like literally two stops so my instinct was to think something was wrong with me so I was like, it evoked insecurity. I was like, okay, they're staring at me because maybe, I don't know, like my face, na 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 And then um, a st one stop later, this woman um, tripped over my foot. So she tripped over my foot. 
And then she started yelling racial slurs in German. And fortunately for me, there was like a younger German man, like who's probably like left wing, like liberal, who shouted back at her and told her that she was racist. That's another story for another day. But, you know, her racial slurs were reduced to pity by me. Like that is the meaning I assigned to it. I actually felt bad for her. You know, I could have turned it into like a miserable morning for myself and I would have said this country is terrible and all Germans are bad and I don't want to live in the East anymore. But I literally just looked at this old woman and I was like, you know, like she really grew up in a difficult time and her mind is not open to anything besides this particular view that she has of anyone that seems foreign or anyone that seems different. And it's like up to me to decide what meaning I assign to things. Um, okay. Yeah. So that was my <laughs> Yeah, that's great. My... That's great. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, and we pray that she, yeah, she gets some joy and some healing in her life Amen. as well. Mm-hmm. But um, regarding this as well, and like everything that you're talking about, I love, I love Lisa and John Bevere so much. So if you listen to this podcast, podcast, I've probably mentioned their name a thousand mm-hmm. times already. And I listened to um, an episode where, or a few episodes where they talked about offense, actually. And one of the things that they highlighted, which I, I started to take note of as well, was that um, really nobody is responsible. Like you can't, you can't just sit there and say, she made me feel this way. Mm. Like nobody has come in there to come and load a feeling on you. You, like Rupa said, give mm. meaning to things, you know? So a lot of things um, that sometimes come to you meaning a certain way are because of your worldview, your view on stuff. Mm. Um, so somebody might probably say, Hey, nice hair. And you get angry because you think your hair doesn't look that good. So it was sarcastic. So exactly. Like the person is just being sarcastic and probably they actually really mean as nice yeah. hair. Although look at you and say, Oh, you have a very black skin and you get angry because you have assigned a meaning to blackness black skin, yeah. that isn't like great. And so you get angry. There was one particular uh, one that I don't know if I told you about. Yeah. There was a girl on LinkedIn who was saying, like, I think she was doing a poem or something. No, it wasn't a poem. She was actually talking passionately about something that had happened. And while she was growing up, she grew up mm-hmm. in the UK and had had people come. She's a Nigerian. So she, uh, she, was, she came into mm-hmm. the UK from Nigeria and she had an accent and people would laugh at her and... Um, call her a villager or stuff like that. And she was talking about how then it was so bad and she, um, she would actually talk back. Like, do you think because I have, I talk this way that I am from the village and, and stuff. And I was listening. I was like, well, this is maybe this may be encouraging to somebody, but I'm wondering if she actually sees that it's because she's seen the village in a negative sense exactly because she's seen the village in a negative sense that this thing is getting to her so much but Mm. if i am coming from a village and i mean the village could be all rubble and stuff but i have um i I don't see it as such a terrible place that if somebody says hey you're coming from a village or even if i come from a city and you tell me i'm coming from the village i'm not looking down on the people in the village i'm not like despising it so much that I get so mad when somebody says that I'm responsible for how I interpret things mm. and how, um, 
how what so that what John and Lisa said said is that you are responsible for your insights. It's you and Jesus who are, who are actually responsible for your insights. Whatever is not going on in there well or going on well in there, it's between you and God yeah. to say, hey, um, I feel really terrible. I feel like I'm just gonna snap up, uh, snap at everyone that is coming at me today. Um, I don't know why. It's probably because I haven't spent any time with you or probably because I'm just like drained of all the good stuff right. and it's only negative stuff that I'm in here. So can you heal me? Can you help me walk through this? And not rather to like just sit and accept everything that anyone says. So if Ropa just came and said, mm. Karen, your hair looks really dirty. <laughs> then knowing very well that I've just washed my hair mm. with the greatest soap in the world i'm not gonna get angry at that because i know what I, what has already happened mm. you know so i won't sit and say oh ropa made me feel really dirty when mm. i know that i've done awesome stuff and my hair is actually really clean i'm responsible for that i'm responsible for how i let ropa's word or words get to me right you know so you don't sit down and say this person made me feel that way or that person made me feel that way. Mm. But you take responsibility for your insights, for how you inter- how you look at things, you mm. know? And then, um, yeah, you walk with that. So then it's not, you're not left to the winds to be buffeted and right. thrown about and say, ah, oh, that person made that comment and I, I mm. was really saddened or they made me feel sad. Why did they make you feel mm. sad? Mm. There must be something that's already going on in you yeah. that allowed that thing to get you to that point you know mm. so first to um inspect our insights yeah you know because there's this thing that i heard as well that whenever you're squeezed whenever you're in any situation it's what's really inside you that comes out so if you're <laughs> only filled with like self-guilt and um worthlessness and just heads about so many things it's that that's gonna come out you know mm. if somebody comes to you like even hurling stones and all that like if you're filled with so much joy you probably just dodge those stones and mm. still go laughing your way like you dodged the the racial slurs that were thrown your way you know so so there's yeah. something i wanted to add about what you just said which is that sometimes being offended can stop you from being blessed mm. And this is a resource like Mark chapter six, um, verse one to six, but Jesus basically went to preach Mm -hmm. at a place Mm -hmm. and the people that he, he tried to preach to, they were offended by him Mm -hmm. or at least King James version says they were offended at him. They were like, is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, na, 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 and are not his sisters here? Like they were offended by Jesus' stature. They were like, how dare you come here and (laughs) think you can tell us what to do? And what happens next was, okay, so Jesus says something to him. And then what actually happens is he could do no works there. You know how Jesus used to go to different places and preach and perform miracles. He was actually unable to bless the people that um, in this particular place. I don't know where it is, but Mark chapter one, chapter six, verses one to six. And it's like these people choosing to be offended by Jesus, um, how like prevented them from receiving what Jesus could bring for them. And I think that's, that adds on to what Karen was saying that like, sometimes your perception of offense is actually your own, the result of your own insight. And you might shoot yourself in the foot because by being offended by someone, you stop yourself from 
seeing them for what they are or getting whatever it is that God wanted you to get out of that relationship. Yeah. Um, there's there's actually some uh, somewhere in the Bible. I should have looked up this. But there's also um, a verse that says that if you come to the temple to pray or if you come yeah. before God to pray, if you have um, a quarrel with someone or if you have something against someone to um, leave whatever offering you are bringing mm. there, go back and amend things before you come back to pray yeah it's because all the while while carrying all that anger and all that like offense and all that you are you're just yeah. like you have blocked your way to god you right. know so go sort all that out and then come to god with a clean heart if the person is not ready to actually even get into that conversation yeah. go seek the elders let that thing be sorted there's there's a part where he talks about wives and husbands but of course oh. we are not the wives and oh you have it well, I have something that's kind of similar to that. Okay, right. If I can find and, it. Yeah. And to... So, like, offense, like you are saying, blocks uh, our path, like, blocks our way to God. Imagine just, like, going to God, like, just so mad at everybody else. And I say this all the time. I think it's... It, not I think. It's it's in the Bible as well. How you say that you love God when you don't mm. actually love your brother. Truth is, God made every one of us and while we cannot like directly see him we see everyone mm. else around us and the way that we show god that we actually love him is by loving yeah. everyone everything that he has made right. as well yeah. so like i can i can't go before god and say god i love you i love you and while carrying like deep anger yeah, and hate exactly against mm. my brother so yeah so um we have like a couple more minutes no, and i just have so I know, much right? to talk about. <laughs> i just wanted to point out something that's on our notes which is like like how to deal with it yeah. how to get so how to get it sorted and, and like you just wrote like what if i don't like confrontation and, like me i uh, hate yeah. confrontation so you know this thing of like hashtag pick your battles the first person to say it was actually whoever wrote the book of proverbs um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, in the event that it's not the insight thing, like it's not subjective, you didn't subjectively filter and get offended. It was blatant. It was outright. Someone went out of their way to hurt your feelings. Um, there's something that I found in Proverbs that really just pick your battles. Okay. So it says anyone, no Proverbs chapter nine, verse seven, anyone who rebukes a mocker will get an insult in return. Anyone who corrects the wicked will get hurt. So don't bother correcting mockers. They will only hate you. But correct the wise and they will love you. Instruct the wise and they will e be even wiser. Teach the righteous and they will learn even more. Now, whenever you read the Old Testament, you need to take things with a pinch of salt. So don't just pick up one chunk of the verse. I don't know about No, wait, that no, verse. like, like, don't just pick up one chunk. Like, don't correct people. No, that's not what this verse is saying. <laughs> that's like, you know, like, oh, the Bible said I shouldn't correct people I don't like. That's not what it's saying. Um, but I just, what, what I really like about what this is saying is you, you really should pick your battles. Um, they are like, for me, like with the woman with the racial slurs, like, what would it have benefited me to pick a fight with her with the nine words of German that I can actually speak? Um, in fact, it might have even validated her anger. You know, she it might have given her a reason to be like, yes, this is why I'm angry at immigrants or whatever. So sometimes there's a, there's yeah. a thing that says 
when two uh, when when two gorillas fight or something like oh, you can't you, the when when you fight another person yeah. or when you fight somebody on their level, nobody really is able to tell who is justified. That like it, it, I think the the imagery was of two mm. gorillas like just yeah. madly fighting each other and like one of them is actually supposed to be a human being and supposed to be right but i mean i have one image <laughs> which is like when you like like wrestle with the pig exactly. in the mud, mm. um it's like it's only a matter of time before you realize the pig is enjoying it <laughs> like, yeah. you know like you're trying to get vengeance and this the is pig an is having a good time a and also like another one is I don't like this one, but still, it says don't argue with an idiot because yes, they'll bring exactly. you to their level and beat you, and with, beat you with experience. This is the one. So this, this is the exactly. one. Exactly, yes. and it's the same thing. You, you want to so run around correcting people that are out to get you, it responding so to everyone who claps. Like, what is it? A clap back? What is yeah. that? Yeah, clapping back at everyone who dares to say something about your edges. Like, pick your battles, sis. Like. Yeah. You you will only drain yourself. Yeah. Um so One, I think uh, that we would do like a bonus episode uh, with the because there's so much information that we had so and it would be great to share all that with you. Yeah. yeah. One last resource yeah. is Matthew eighteen, fifteen to seventeen, which talks about like dealing with being offended by someone you love. Mm. Which is also a whole chunk of this that well we guys you are supposed to love everybody but i mean but like yeah. no someone close to you yeah, yeah, rather yeah, okay. so if your brother sins against you go and tell him his fault between you and him alone if he listens to you you have gained your brother but if he does not listen take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses and so on and so on if he refuses to listen tell it to the church na 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 and um it basically goes to the point of where you're allowed to cut off someone who's close to you. And I just thought that was going to be like an interesting, because it says, and if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Mm, And I just thought that was very interesting. This is Matthew. I don't know if this is Jesus speaking, but it's in the book of Matthew. It's also interesting that like the Bible talks about, you know, situations that are chronically toxic. Um, people that are in your life that constantly bring you that offense or pain or whatever it is and refuse to listen. I like that there's some conflict resolution that is attempted at first. It's like, okay, you try to salvage the situation. You try to address it appropriately and it doesn't go anywhere. There is a point where Matthew or at least the book of Matthew is saying, cut that person oh no that's not a good that's not a positive note to end karen <laughs> please please bring this home well i mean uh, i i, I see uh, rupa was like it's interesting that the bible addresses this really there's nothing that the bible doesn't address yeah um I, the, at least my eyes are op- opening to this so yeah. um yeah guys we'll talk about this further because this is something that we encounter in our everyday lives i i think one thing that i heard that was so significant or that like really defined a lot of things for me was just the the thought that you can choose to respond rather than react when Mm. somebody does something you know so as ropa like very well did on the train on the bus for instance 
you can choose to respond you know it's it, it's really has a lot to do with your insights mm-hmm. you can always sometimes i'm like i'm standing outside my body like right. seeing all this happening and then yeah. deciding to come in there and choose what step to take next so guys like we'll, we'll expound on this further in time yeah, further in our next we, episode. We really love you. Um, thank we you do. so much for joining us. And we thank haven't you. prayed in forever, but guys, we are praying for you. We are praying, and you're praying for us. Amen. <laughs> but yeah, we're definitely praying for you. Um, refer someone you know needs to hear this. Like, comment, tell them, tag them somewhere. Slide in our DMs. You're also, yes, please let us know what you think. Give us feedback. Give us topics you want us to discuss. Thank you so much for and joining us. And write to us, us at OKTWA Podcast at gmail.com yes or instagram or hit your podcast facebook or hit your podcast um have a great week and we are going to be back again with another episode exactly a week from now ciao jehovah you have broken every chain and you gave me a new name with the way you changed my story i just really can't explain so when they ask me how i made it i'll just point and say it's you because i'm standing here today because i've been delivered by the truth also in the name of jesus